Hello everyone, my name is Adam Cross and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California. And today I wanna to talk to you about good sexual desires. So out of context, you're probably like, where is he going with this? Um, but I work with many uh, men and women um, in therapy and in a ministry setting who are struggling with porn addiction, who are struggling and have struggled with sexual trauma and a lot of different distortions about what sexuality is and what it's for. You know, a lot of confusion about what God's plan for sexuality entails. But I think especially when I'm working with people who have struggled with porn addiction um, or sexual trauma in their childhood, it can be really hard to identify any type of sexual desire that is good. And what I mean by that is that when people are struggling with porn addiction and really want to quit watching pornography and using pornography, um, they can't separate out healthy sexual desire, right? So wanting intimacy, having a natural biological attraction, right? To, to you know, the opposite sex. They can't separate that out from the sinful negative act of maybe watching pornography. And so what happens is people feel ashamed in general when there's any type of sexual attraction. And that's not what God's calling us to. You know, God made us sexual beings. And if we go back to Genesis, the first thing God tells Adam and Eve to do is to go be fruitful and multiply. You know, God made us so very good. We are the pinnacle of creation. Um, and he wants us to co-create with him. And so sexual intimacy is a part of God's plan. It, and it's, it's integral to human life, to family, to everything, right? We reflect God in our families as, as a father and a mother produce a, a child or children, right? The father and the son, the love between them is so real. It's the, it's the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, right? We reflect God. We couldn't do any of that without sex. We couldn't. So our sexual desires are important and they are so good. And I think that's why the devil attacks that so hard. If you look at our society, I mean, everything is sexualized. Everything is eroticized. And all of that is God's plan for sexuality be t being taken out of context, being distorted. And so part of therapy and part of healing sexual trauma or addiction, um, in addition to, you know, when it comes to addiction, understanding why we're doing what we're doing, putting in healthy coping skills, maybe putting in, you know, filters and just limiting the access to pornography, doing the behavioral side, but also we're looking at the emotional mental side of healing that that is required for addiction. So part of healing sexual trauma or sexual addiction is recognizing that we have good sexual desires underneath the distortions that we've developed or the distorted habits that we've developed in our lives. We have the capacity to distort sexuality, to use people for sexual pleasure, but we also have this natural longing to be with people, right? We have a biological attraction to people and drive for sexual intimacy for a purpose, for a God-given purpose. And he doesn't want us to use that inappropriately or take it out of context, but we have to acknowledge that that is real and that is good. It's not just a thing, it's not neutral, that our sexual drive is good, but it has to be put in the right context and it has to be done with understanding. In therapy, when we're healing addiction and trauma, one thing that I talk about with clients 
Um, and we do this in you know several different ways, but we talk about the healthy underlying desire underneath a drive to maybe watch pornography or to act out inappropriately sexually. So why do we do that? I mean, how do we do that? It's if someone has a desire to watch pornography, right? Again, that's a distortion of God's plan. But what is underneath that? That is a good desire. Right? So the, the desire to watch porn is not good, but what is the natural normal desire within that that we can kind of tap into and kind of bring us back to God's plan for sexuality? So if someone's really struggling, okay, I wanna watch pornography, I'm addicted to this, it's a habit. What's underneath that? Well, again, it's a natural desire to, to have sexual intimacy. We're made for that. Okay, our bodies are, are working, they're telling us something we want. We wanna be with other people. But then we also have a deep desire for intimacy. We have a deep desire to be accepted, to be loved. Um, those are good things. And so if we can highlight, hey, this is being acted out upon inappropriately with, with pornography and it's, and it's not healthy for you, but underneath is a really healthy desire. If we can acknowledge that and accept that, then we can actually change the outcome. Say, so you know what, it's not bad that I want this intimacy. I'm not bad for wanting this intimacy, but I'm gonna choose to not act upon this desire in, in an unhealthy way. And I'm gonna turn to healthy ways to seek out intimacy that I'm made for. God is intimacy in itself. God is intimacy as the Trinity. And so we can seek out healthy forms of intimacy. But if we don't understand what's underneath an addiction or sexual trauma, then it's easy to just dismiss it as all bad. And that's how you can have almost a puritanical mindset about things. One thing that always stuck out to me from St. John Paul II's book, Love and Responsibility, is he said that with birth control, we can really separate the reproductive side of sexuality and we can try to get the pleasure out of people, right? To use people for our pleasure. And that's not good. That's not what God made us for. It's sinful. But what surprised me is that St. John Paul II also went in the other direction and he said, if we tried to separate pleasure from the reproductive side of sexuality and we said, I don't want any pleasure, I just want children from you, that would also be using someone. I'm using them not for their, the fullness of who they are, but uh, just for the ends of children. Um, that always struck me because, you know, it's that puritanical mindset and we can think, oh, you know, maybe it'd be easier if we just didn't have this drive or if, if we weren't as attracted or, but we need both. We need, we need the pleasure, the unitive acts of sexual intimacy and the reproductive acts, right? The procreative act of, of sexual intimacy. And so both are good, both are required. We can't separate it out. Sometimes I do hear people in therapy when they're really struggling with addiction, they say, I just, I just wish I could just turn this off. Wish I could just turn a sexual drive off and I didn't have to deal with this, this addiction anymore. Um, but, but that's still good, right? And maybe it's been habitually used in a wrong way, and and now there's a now there's a sense that we're stuck, right? We're stuck in these habits and these addictive patterns. But but the desire is good, God's plan is good, and taking the time to understand why am I doing what I'm doing, what is emotionally and mentally going on if I'm acting out sexually, um, what was my role 
and sexual trauma and how has this shaped my attractions? How has this shaped my desire for sexual intimacy? Understanding all those things, those core beliefs about ourselves, those things that lead us to understanding our identity or distortions of our identity, they're all crucial in the healing process of any sexual addiction or, or sexual trauma that's happened. So I really encourage everyone to think about um, how are we even viewing our own sexual desires? Do we kind of write them off as taboo? Can we recognize the good uh, that God has given us in our desires and God's plan for sexuality? Do we need to understand and grow in an understanding of God's sexuality? And I point people to the theology of the body and all the resources in the church around that right now. But God made us very good. He made our sexual desires very good. And any addictions or trauma you have experienced does not overshadow that. It doesn't erase that. But maybe we have to dig for it. Maybe we have to have a deeper understanding of what's underneath the negative things you're experiencing, the shame you're experiencing, um, to understand God's plan for you and what he wants with your sexuality as a true gift. So this is a hard one. I think it can be for a lot of people because sexual addiction and trauma are not light topics. And this is by no means a comprehensive video on that. But we have good sexual desires even underneath the distortions and unhealthy ways that we're using our sexuality. If you have any comments or questions, please leave them in the comment section. Give this video a like and a share, and uh, I'd love to hear other video topics if you have any ideas. But thank you for watching, and God bless.